0: You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Alabama
2: first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you.
1: Martin, I can remember when we came to the center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you work out in the weight room. You were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to it and i run it back to you. you. <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever
0: made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback, Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for The Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, tied 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9
3: app. Good morning, welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. That's Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. We're live, local, and ready to get things going on the radio airwaves on your home for Alabama sports. That's Tide 100.9. We're also broadcasting on Radio uh, Martin Houston Radio Network online on Facebook at Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal page. Xs and O sports DC Capstone Report would join us today. So we're broadcasting on his page as well today. Alabama tradition and on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 3 five. So you got a lot of different ways for you to hear us, follow us. Uh, like us, join us in on um, the conversation, so chat us up if you happen to be tuned in on one of the uh, radio networks out there. Uh, chat us up on social media or call us at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. You can get in on the conversation, give us your thoughts, your comments, your ideas. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you and want to remind you that this is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you doing this morning? doing well. Doing well. Well, we're we're definitely going to pick up some of the conversation from yesterday uh, regarding inside linebacker play, so we'll continue that conversation, but we're going to wait and bring DC in on that, who will be joining us in the second quarter, uh, so we don't have to repeat all of that. A couple other topics that we can get to, you and I can get to uh, this morning, uh, is of course... uh, one of them I just titled, The More Things Change, The More They Stay the Same. Uh, I'm going to circle back uh, to that uh, as we uh, go to break, because we also want to talk about top newcomers. And I can tie that conversation in uh, at, at that time. Uh, there's there's a Lester Cotton story. I uh, want to talk about him in just a moment. Uh, Pete Golding talking about recruiting and uh, what happens uh, from the recruiting trail. uh, Bama hoops uh, making a a little noise, uh, looking like there may be a lot to talk about uh, on the basketball court. So uh, let's start things off uh, just from a former Alabama player, a local kid. uh, Every chance I get when I try to give a local kid that, I can talk about it. I try to keep their name out there in front of the, the Bama folks, and that's uh, big-time offensive lineman Lester Cotton uh, bouncing back and forth um, in in terms of the um, uh, success he's had, he, you know, practice squad back. But it looks like after uh, the first preseason game, X looks like a former Central Falcon – Lester Cotton might uh, finally work his way into the starting rotation. Uh, they're saying it's his job to lose. Do you remember watching Lester play?
4: Yes, um, I I remember watching Lester back when he was at Central when I'd occasionally go to a high school game around here. Uh, so just to see a guy that has continued to work hard and and persevere, you know, got the opportunity to come to Alabama, did his best there, uh, didn't get drafted, has been on the practice squad, on the, you know, on the 53-man roster, on and off, but hasn't quit and hasn't given up, and now he's finally got the opportunity to be the guy and hold down that right guard position. That's It's amazing.
3: Yeah, like to see those types of stories work themselves uh, out, you uh, so wishing wishing Lester Cotton, like I said, I'd like to give a, a shout-out to the local guys when I can. Wishing him nothing but the best, and, and prayerfully he'll be the starter uh, this fall for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, recruiting, uh, <laughs> how do you like uh, Pete's comments and um, his, his thoughts in terms of uh, uh, his messaging? Pretty simple uh, to the recruits, uh, hey, dude, you want to play You want to play for Alabama? You're you going to play for the best coach in the business uh, and pretty much leaves it at that. Uh, I thought that was uh, uh, an interesting statement, but he did go on to say that all of these players are about what is in it, in it for them. Um, just any thoughts or comments in regards to that before we talk about basketball?
4: Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't get – more simple than that when you really stop and think about it. Uh, Alabama sells itself. Um, you just got to, in my opinion, when it comes to recruiting for Alabama, you can't screw it up as the recruiter. You know, you're going to get an opportunity to play for a national championship. Literally every single class since 2007 has played for a national championship up under Nick Saban. And you go back to getting ready to the be able to go to the NFL and and what opportunities that provides you, and outside of football, and even getting into coaching. You've seen some former players get into coaching from Nick Saban at his time here. So yeah, Alabama sells itself at this point. Just don't screw it up as the recruiter.
3: Yeah, and then and then you can tell the moms. Uh, I think uh, he's graduating somewhere in that ninety plus percentile from. A, <laughs> A graduation rate as well, so you can even tell the parents, and they'll get an education. They'll have a chance to go to the pros. And I think every class, except for maybe the first one, uh, any pl- any player that has been on the team three years or longer, I think all of them have won at least one national title. And I think all of them, except for maybe his first uh, class and one class a couple of years ago. Uh, in the three-year range, has played for at least two national titles, whether they won two or not. And if they've stayed four years, I think everybody has had <laughs> has had a chance to win win one and play for two. Uh, that, the 2015 I mean, we, class played for four consecutive. Yeah, it, it, just yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, which is just just crazy to think about. Uh, when you look at it, but, uh, and, he, and, and, you know, I mean, it's going to be a shocker if we don't win it, you know, a disappointing season once again, if we don't win it for several reasons. And we can talk about that later. Hey, let's talk a little basketball. Uh, I did not get to see the game, uh, but did see a lot of highlights and Mason can bring you in on this conversation as well. Uh, man, it, it seems like this basketball team's going to have uh, some electricity, Uh, behind it uh there was for a game to be a preseason game watching some of the highlights it was virtually everybody on the court at some point uh name was mentioned as a highlight
1: (laughs) yeah
4: i mean that's all i got to see from it as well as highlight. but uh just the clips you know rylan griffin brandon miller leading the way with 19 points apiece Uh, Noah Noah Clowney, Dominique Welch, and Mark Burton, all of good. I thought the starting lineup was very interesting from the game, which I'm pretty sure throughout the course of this trip, we'll see multiple starting lineups. But it was Mark Sears, Ryland Griffin, Brandon Miller, Noah Clowney, and Charles Bediaka. I thought that was a very, maybe not surprising, but interesting starting lineup.
3: Mm, that's 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 a lot of newcomers uh yeah uh, uh, i mean who who's on that court from last year Betty so um yeah that i mean that's that, that's a little bit of a surprise and that he could be sending a message or they could be that improved uh you know the uh, um the the interesting uh, uh question transfer uh from texas tech uh and his knee how is he doing and and uh, is he going to be able to, to 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 get back to that pre-transfer level
4: yeah uh, and Mari burton i think mm-hmm. he can and and that that's who i was kind of shocked to see not in the starting lineup but like I said, I, I think you'll see multiple versions of the starting lineup during this trip that they're on. And, you know, maybe they're just not trying to rush him back. they you know, still got a few months before the season starts, so don't necessarily need him to be ready right. to go and putting everything he can on that knee just yet. So I, I want I want to see how that develops throughout the course of the preseason heading into the season.
3: Yeah, Mason. Before we get the break here, you have any thoughts or comments on Bama's basketball team from uh, getting the win uh, yesterday?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I think y'all nailed pretty much everything. That you know, the obviously we all only got to see the same you know minute and a half long or whatever highlight package. I think you know, I don't think uh, we uh, unfortunately we didn't get to stream the game, so we didn't get to really see the the full kind of run in fives, what it looked like, and everything. But we did get to see highlights, and the highlights were very very promising. I think they looked like they moved the ball really well. Looked like they were able to work it inside some. Looked like the outside shooting has improved. So I uh, I struggle to find a place that this team hasn't improved from last year.
3: Yeah, you know, one of the things I look at really quick uh, before we get to break and uh, get back on the other side, talking a little football, is some things you can pick up and highlight. Some things, highlights are supposed to be exactly that. They're supposed to get you excited. But how many cutters and dunks did we see in that highlight where guys were finishing at the rim versus what we saw last year? I mean. That to me, that was probably uh, Bediaco was the only guy we saw do that last year. Um, I know there was at least three or four of those in those few minutes of highlights off of missed shots, off of cuts to the basket, uh, you know, and uh, off of driving kick. I mean, they had every way you could finish at the rim in that few highlights, they had it. So that's what impressed me, uh, just from a highlight standpoint. Because uh, you can make everybody look like an All-American. I look like I should have won the Heisman running the ball on my highlight tape. So, um. <laughs> hey, maybe I should have won the Heisman. What am I saying? No, just kidding. Hey, guys, you listening to the Martin Houston show uh, with Martin and Xavier on tied to 100.9. Hey, we're going to convert over on the other side to a little basketball. Uh, but uh, as we go to break, uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. We'll talk a little bit about a couple guys that left, made some, made a little noise in leaving, made a little noise since they've been there, and then we'll transition that into some, some uh, conversation about one of the potential newcomers, as well as we'll talk about this inside linebacker position already getting Curtis Lewis uh, commenting this morning, uh, Lawson will be the starter at wheel by the fourth game. Is that right or wrong? Well, on the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier, the sound of sports, your show, your team, we'll talk about it and break it down in just a moment. Tied 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan
2: Traffic Center, we have a couple of wrecks this morning. One on 2059 eastbound near York that's closed the interstate. The other, US-11, is causing delays out near Kohling. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Is it time for a new vehicle? Then it's time to visit Townsend Nissan. Both new and used offer a lifetime powertrain warranty. Check it out. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partially sunny today, scattered showers and storms forming again this afternoon and early tonight. The high today 90, tonight's low 72. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered to numerous showers and thunderstorms, the high 89. I'm James Spam of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
3: Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Special Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Welcome
0: back to the Martin Houston Show. The Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show with martin and xavier we got our uh regular followers over on uh, social media outlet we have our listeners on the radio airways. inviting both of you uh to join the conversation give us your thoughts on who you may be who you think may be the top newcomer uh for this upcoming season top newcomer that was a late enrollee uh that's that's kind of the conversation of yesterday we of course Talked about the top uh, wide receiver, which one is going to be the guy that steps up uh, to the plate um, and, and becomes that, you know, third, fourth guy, has a breakout season. Uh, a couple candidates, of course, were Treshaun Holden, uh, Christian Leary from that standpoint. We did not get to the uh, top newcomer from the spring, but we're going to bring D.C. in to – to join that conversation and we'll also give you an opportunity to tell us uh, your thoughts on the inside linebacker position as Pete Golding has already said that there's competition there, especially at the wheel position and that he named a couple names Devontae uh, Lawson. He talked about Ian Jackson. Uh, he talked about Cam- uh, Jahe- Jaheed Campbell. Uh, and the fact that they had to move some guys around. Was he just talking about those two guys, or is there anyone else that they've moved around as well? Some names that were kind of shockingly not mentioned um, were were a couple of of other names, but they may be guys who were behind Toa Toa uh, at the Mike Backer, and that may be why they're not being mentioned, like the likes of Blackshire. Either way, Uh, Alabama's loaded at the linebacker position when you look at the inside linebackers and outside linebackers. So we're going to have that conversation as well. But let's welcome in D.C., D.C. Capstone Report. Good morning, D.C. How you doing, sir? Oh,
1: doing great. I'm doing great, Martin. How you doing this morning?
3: Doing well, doing well. Um, Before we get into the the linebacker conversation, we'll let that stew just a little bit. Um, The... the, um, um, Xavier wanted to bring somebody up as a top newcomer. But before we do that, since we had the wide receiver position yesterday uh, as and talked about that position and his uh, top newcomer comes from a specific position uh, that involves this story, I'm going to hit this story real quick. And that is uh, uh, the reports coming out of uh, the Longhorns, that Alabama is going to dreadfully miss, no, just kidding, uh, that, that the guys who left Alabama went to Texas A&M, Billingsley, and Hall, uh, they're operating in that definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the same results. Um, re- reports coming out that Hall already been in front of the leadership council, to which he took to Twitter and said this is shocking to me did he do that before he left here um and then also you have the situation with um Billingsley who we all thought would have a breakout season last year and then of course um didn't put in the work and now he's being reported as being lazy uh out there at Texas uh Talk a little bit about those two guys and, and 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 just these young men that just they just can't stay out of their own way.
1: Well, I don't think it, it ever was a, uh, a a situation of athletic ability. I think both of those young men have athletic ability. Both of them have skills. Uh, I think both of those young men, in different ways, had a hard time of fitting together in the process and the standard at Alabama. And it was a mental thing. I think it's, it's always been an attitude or a mental thing with them. And just because you change um, uh, location, it doesn't mean that that inward uh, situation is going on inside of you changes. And I think we've, we've seen is that after the honeymoon is worn off that and, and it gets into a program that obviously Sark has copied from Nick Saban as well as he should. I mean, he's taken all the good things out there. He has leadership counsel, He has the same kind of process. And they've had they're, they're having trouble, trouble, uh, you know, shockingly having trouble fitting within that process again, and it's because their 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 inward uh, situation has not changed, and they didn't get their mind right. They don't have their head screwed on straight, and uh, that didn't change. And so, uh, you know, it's it's one of those deals where you, you have people who have great athletic ability, but unfortunately they just don't allow that uh, to it uh, can't override all the things that they have going on inside of them that. Make them choose uh, what I would say be undisciplined character, uh, and I believe that's what we've seen displayed by both of those young men.
3: Yeah, actually, you look at it, Ja' Hall is no shock, right? I mean, he's been what he's been every since last spring, so he he's been pretty consistent. The Jaleel Billingsley is is, is a is a mystery to me because Jaleel Billingsley for his first few years here. Man, we loved the kid, and he was great, and he was doing the work and putting in the work. And then when we were talking about, man, this guy could have a breakout season, got a young quarterback in Bryce Young. Young quarterbacks always tend to lean on their tight ends, especially a guy who's athletic, playing space, had flashes of being one of these future NFL potential draft picks. And we were told he would—he didn't put in the work. He was, you know – he started, he wouldn't, you know, do whatever at the beginning of last year. And now he's being reported as being lazy. That's what's to me. That's what's surprising uh, to him. And, and and it makes me wonder if that was his reputation before he left here. I don't think Sartre would have wanted him. So I wonder what's changed. You have to try to figure that out. Any comments on uh, either one of those guys, but Billings especially, I don't know what happened there.
4: When you look at like I said when you look at Hall, it, it's just more of the same. Um with Billingsley, I I don't know. It was like he let the hype get to his head. And yeah, then once it got there, he's just said, Hey, you know, I can just show up and do what I want and my athletic ability is going to cover the rest. And when you look at Coach Sabin, you know that's not gonna fly. He doesn't care how talented you are, if you're not doing things the way that he wants them done, you're not gonna be a part of it. And you saw that happen last year with Cameron Latou, a converted defensive end, being the go-to guy at tight end. And now it seems like it's almost the same story out in Austin. So yeah, I mean, I just think he's let the the hype and the potential. And so many Alabama fans have played into it throughout the course of the season, you know, up until they both left, where it was, oh, man, you're so great, blah, 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 all this stuff when people would criticize them and hold them accountable for their actions. And I guarantee you it's been the same thing that's happened with these Texas fans that once they got there, it's like, oh, yeah, man, y'all, y'all <clears throat> was too good. Uh, Alabama didn't know how to use y'all. The, the Alabama fans <laughs> were y'all. y'all didn't deserve it. And so they they don't feel like their actions were wrong. And so when you heard enough times, hey, you're good. It's not your fault. It's them. It leads you into a position to where you don't change.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, and listen, we're, we're talking, you know, about those guys. And the only reason I bring that in is uh, the, the fact that, that Jai Hall left, guys, talent-wise, Uh, D.C. Ajah Hall would probably be our second or third most talented receiver. Uh, And then Billingsley, uh, if he had came back and had kept progressing, would easily have been, um, you know, uh, could have easily been our go-to tight end for two consecutive years, but they didn't. And with that left opportunity for someone. So DC, I'll let you come in on the wide receiver who you think may take advantage of the fact that a Jile Hall left and, and there's some opportunity there as well as then we'll transition to who we think is going to be the top newcomer uh, at, at, at any position.
1: Well, and, uh, in a uh, wide receiver, I think, you know, outside of the transfers coming in, I think the, the people that have a chance to step up, I think Jacoby Brooks has already made his mark. And, Back there, but I, I really think uh, out of those wide receivers, you got three choices. That I think it's going to step up, and that's uh, TreShaun Holden, uh, Christian Leary, and JoJo Earl. And I think because of his injury and because of uh, because of things that that held him back a little bit, kind of he's on the back burner a little bit. I think JoJo Earl is the guy that's going to step up this year. That we'll hear his name called most in the wide receiver position.
3: All right, all right. Now, now, uh, one of the interesting things, uh, DC and Xavier, it's always. Always some guy that steps late on campus and just catches the coach's eyes. Uh, X, uh, I'll let you have, ha- have the first go at it since we, you know, we kind of teased the, the Billingsley thing. You feel like uh, one man's loss becomes another man's gain or opportunity. So you had a, a potential newcomer that we hadn't talked a whole lot about uh, that came. And we're talking about the late arrival guys. Uh, if you have have a thought or an opinion there, give us your guy's name. But we're talking about the guys who didn't go through spring uh, that are freshmen that may come in and have an impact on this year's season.
4: Yes, I am going to go with the guy who not only because of Billingsley leaving has an opportunity, but because of Cameron too being sidelined right now and not necessarily knowing when he'll be back even though I believe when he gets healthy, he's the number one guy. And that's Amari and I, but we heard so much about him uh, through recruiting, through the spring, even though he wasn't here because of his potential. And they posted a picture of the young man yesterday, and that doesn't look like an 18-, 19-year-old kid, (laughs) i tell you that, just physically. And so I think he has that opportunity to solidify himself – as that number two to that to that uh to that H back, that H tight end that you can move around, line him out wide. Because he he he's built like a he's literally a big wide receiver right now. He'll still put some weight on to transform from more into that tight end mold. But right now he's a big athletic wide receiver. And I think he could be really special and because of the opportunity with Latou being out for now to really step forward and take the reins and get some early playing time and be a key contributor to this offense.
3: Yeah, I mean, you, it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, What's-his-name, Lees? And now you have competing at that position, of course. Robbie Oops, I think, will lock down that role that we've seen Kendall Randolph play uh, to some degree, and, and Kendall um, may still play that position. Uh, after talking to him this summer, uh, you know, but he, of course, he's hoping to land one of the the positions in the interior line. But Robert Ooch is going to be that one of those blocking tight ends. Then you got a guy like Elijah Brown, Danny Lewis Jr., and it's Miles Kitzelman It's going to be interesting. 250 So very well, Miles and um, and Oots uh, could be the guys on the tight end uh, DC from a blocking in man line. Uh but uh you got a lot of young talent in Nye Black, Brown, and Lewis. You have any thoughts on on, on those guys uh at oh, this point? Oh yeah, time?
1: I think the tight end uh position, you know, I, I hate to see Cameron Latour out. I think he settled, solidified himself as the number one guy. But because he's out for a few weeks, it really gives a lot of reps to some of these younger guys to see them step up. <clears throat> I think that uh, uh, X is right on the spot. Amari and I black, he just doesn't look like an 18-year-old kid out there on the field. But all, Everybody I've talked to said that just in the early season, by uh, camp, he is really impressed with his skill level to be able to play that, that kind of tight end that they can go out and play out wide and, and, and catch the ball. So I, I look forward to that. Now, now yeah. I wasn't going to pick him as my I, – I got another guy that I think is going to – that people are – he's turning heads all over the place. And okay, hold hold,
3: hold that yeah. hold that thought, DC, so I don't want you to have to cut that short. Come back on the other side. I'm gonna let you give your uh, newcomer uh, to the crimson Tide, maybe a freshman just stepping foot on campus. Uh, that's gonna be the the breakout guy this summer. Uh, looking forward to to that conversation as well as the inside linebacker conversation as well. Once again. Curtis Lewis, I tell you, he jumped on the conversation early this morning saying Lawson will be the starter at will linebacker by the fourth game. Agree or disagree? Come back on the other side. i give you an opportunity to comment right here on the Martin Houston Show. This
0: is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update.
5: With your Tide Sports Update, I'm Mason Woods. Four-star edge rusher from the class of 2023, Jordan Rennell, announced that his commitment date will be September 19th. The Tyler, Texas native is choosing between the Oklahoma Sooners and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Former Crimson Tide quarterback Jalen Hurts announced a new partnership with BetterHelp, a mental health organization that works to make therapy easily accessible to everyone. It is just 25 days until the Crimson Tide takes on Utah State on September 3rd at Bryant-Denny Stadium to kick off the 2022 football season
0: this has been a town square media tide 100.9 sports update for more info on these stories and more download the tide 100.9 app tide 100.9 traffic From the
2: towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we have a couple of wrecks this morning. One on 2059 eastbound near York has closed the interstate. The other, US-11, is causing delays out near Coaling. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Is it time for a new vehicle? Then it's time to visit Towns and Nissan. Both new and used offer a lifetime powertrain warranty. Check it out. I'm
3: Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the...
0: It's time for the Martin Houston show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth
3: analysis. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin. and Is everyone top one hundred point nine? I Want to remind you to go check out Alabama One if you're in the market for a great um, new vehicle. Um, whether it's uh, one of these big F two fifty trucks that uh, uh, that costs about as much as a house. Uh, if you're looking to get that and get a payment that you can handle. Uh, we have extended terms on those new ones up to 96 months and on a used one up to 84 months. Mm-hmm. And we can also uh, get you an interest rate as low as 1.99 if you go with the 36 month term. So whichever way you want it, low interest rates or lower payment, Alabama one can help you get more buck for your more truck for your buck and more. Uh, card for your cash go to alabon1.org and you can find out all the great te- details there and while you're there make sure that you click on uh the insurance uh, banner as well and we'll save you some money uh, on your insurance whether it's auto home life or commercial all right guys as we uh come back uh dc you're about to tell us who your top uh newcomer freshman uh candidate is
1: well, my top newcomer freshman candidate is, is Shaz Preston, wide receiver out of New Orleans. Uh every uh he arrived, you know, didn't didn't come in with the other ones like Aaron Anderson that you heard about uh, in the in the spring, came in, in the summer. But out of being out of New Orleans took advantage of something uh that was uh to his benefit and that was he worked out with Devonta Smith uh while uh before he reported to Alabama was able to do that while Devontae was off and back in Louisiana and, and just when you when I hear people talk about him, it just really jumps off the page at you when you watch him play with his route running ability. Reminds you a lot of a of a Devontae Smith. You uh, can tell he's picked up a lot of his, his uh work ethic and has really been rising up the, the the in the minds of the coaches during these first week or two of fall. And so I look for Shaz Preston to have an opportunity to crack into that. That rotation, and, and it also it doesn't hurt that some of the wide receivers have been nicked up a little bit and haven't been able to, to participate in the reps. He's gotten the reps, and you know, Coach Saban always says when it's your turn, take advantage of them. And everything I'm hearing is in the first week he's taking advantage of all the reps he's gotten.
3: Yeah, and you know, when we when we talk about these newcomer guys, most of them came in as soon as summer started, uh, and these guys are practicing all the time. So even though practice just started. These guys been getting in the rotation and getting the reps this summer, and and uh, and some of them have put in some extra work so that when they put the pads on and the practice officially started, they were ready to go. And there's a guy's name not this is not somebody I've heard anybody saying a lot about. And in, in 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 typical seasons, I would throw him up there without question. So, but I'm not gonna go too deep into him. Uh, But it's a name that if he gets an opportunity, I think he'll flash big time. And that's, of course, Emmanuel uh, Henderson uh, out of uh, Geneva High School, uh, Henderson Jr., uh, you know, uh, 6'1", 185. So he's one of those guys that I think his opportunity is him and Gibbs may be the guy that that, – when we want to spread a running back out, out of the backfield, I think he may be able to cut or carve out a position for him there. Uh, And based on how well he runs routes, he could even become, you know, that, that fifth wide receiver sometimes where you want to move a guy from a wide receiver back into a running back. So watch him. Not that I've heard anything, uh, but uh, uh, just, you know, watching him from, from his high school game and, how fluid he is as a player, DC and X. Um, this young man uh, is one of those that, in a typical year, he might be able to get back in there. But I'm going to tell you, I think Alabama got some run- hungry running backs. <laughs> uh, the, the, I think Sanders is on a mission uh, to prove that he, he was what he was coming out of high school. Uh, and of course, the, uh, the other guys, Rodell Williams and Jace McClellan ready to prove that they're, they're, they're back. Uh, and then, of course, Jamar Gibbs uh, uh, is just, you know, I mean, he came in and said, I'm going to take this running back room by storm.
1: I, I agree with you 100%, Martin. I think it's one of the stacked, big, best rooms on our offense right now. And don't forget, the kid you didn't even mention there, Jamarian mm-hmm. Miller. Uh, and, and everything I've heard is, hey, it's hard to overlook this young kid because he, he's put in the work and he's came in as hungry as some of these guys who have reasons to be hungry. He's come in with the freshman. Hey, yeah, I can make a difference in this room. And who
3: like, is that? I didn't hear the name.
1: Jamarian Miller, I think.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and another guy I didn't mention, by the way, uh, see if y'all remember this name, and he had flashes last year briefly, Elijah Crockett. uh which, which is a guy that uh, out of California that was a recruit that ended up getting lost somehow in the recruiting process and saving guy to walk on uh, probably look more more like the Trent Richardson style running back 5'11 210 215 type of guy so that running back room is stacked but he was a guy that remember last um uh, people thought he may actually play some uh last year
1: yeah
4: yeah, yeah with yeah, all the uh,
1: injuries yeah, and I think I think you hit on nail on the head, those injuries, that, Uh, You know, we hadn't even talked about Jason McClellan and Roy Dale Williams, and if they're coming back off their injuries the way I've heard they are, you know, this is going to be quite a running back room compared to last year having no depth at all.
3: Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, let's switch over. Pete Golden talking about this linebacker. D.C., he kind of went ahead and threw it out there um, that, uh, that there's competition at the wheel position. He also further said um, when it came to um, Jalen Moody that they want to see consistency, said that he shows that he has the ability to do it, but they need to see him do it day in and day out. And the fact that he's mentioned uh, the, the you know uh, fact that he already mentioned competition, is Curtis Lewis on point, uh, agree or disagree with the Lawson will be the starter at wheel linebacker by the fourth game.
1: Well, I, I don't know about Lawson. I, I I know he's a great player. I know he can he can he's really starting some heads if there's this competition there, but I know that they're gonna give Jalen Moody every opportunity to be the starter, and if he can do that, if he can seize that opportunity, then I think he holds on to the starting role. And Lawson has a role on the team as well. I think I think one thing I loved about Pete Golden when he talked was he was honest. He 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 talked as honest as any any uh a coach I've ever heard wasn't a lot of coach speak, and he was be, he's been honest with Moody. He says he, he know, Moody knows where his deficiencies are, and they've talked about it. And it's got to be consistency. And if he goes out there and does that, then I think he starts and plays. If he doesn't, I think you see a, a person like Lawson. But I, I don't I don't think we should sleep on Jihad Campbell either. Jihad Campbell I think is really uh I've heard a lot of things about him and and people have been talking about hey it's going to be hard to keep this kid off the field. And so I I think that I think there's a lot of competition there at the at the Wyver, at the uh at the linebacker position that that we don't even know about. I mean I think I think I think there's uh a, a very good possibility that, that maybe someone even other than Lawson or Moody playing at the end of the year. Uh
4: X. yeah, when I look when I look at it, I'm looking at uh I don't, think it, I don't think it'll take four games if Moody loses his spot. I think if we're going into week four and Moody, I mean, if Lawson isn't the starter or somebody else isn't the starter, I think it's going to be Moody all the way through. I think the Texas, AM, and the Texas game will be the litmus test for Moody. If he can play well in that game, I think he'll hold on to the spot throughout the year. Now, if he struggles at all against Utah State, I think you could see Lawson or one of these other guys step in during the Texas game. But after Texas, I think it it gets hard. Saban doesn't normally like to move guys that late into starting lineup without an injury. So I think if you're going into week four and Moody has been the starter through week three, he'll be the starter.
3: Yeah. It's interesting. I think we kind of see that the same way. I, I I was going to say disagree if he's a starter, I think we'll, I think uh, Lawson and or whoever is going to start will win the job before the fourth game. Um, if they're going to win the job barring injury. And, and I'm telling you, I, I I like Jalen, but, but when I heard what Pete said, um, in terms of the comments uh, about um, the the he has to do it day in and day out, it can't be a mental thing. There's zero way that that's a mental statement, Moody. Because first of all, if he's a if, you know the the veteran he is and he don't know the game mentally, then he's never gonna know it. So that's number one. So it couldn't have been a mental statement. And if he physically is having problems consistently doing it. I don't see how he survives with that much talent behind the, him, unless those guys can't do it mentally. And I believe that Toa Toa holds the ticket to Moody's uh, starting or not. And I'm and 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 the better Toa Toa he is, the less likely Moody starts the entire season. Um, I think Toa Toa having a mental lock on the game and one of the younger guys, when Toa Toa has to come out, if one of the younger guys uh, has the mental game locked down, it's going to be tough. And I like Jalen Moody a lot, man. And, and I and I know Saban loves loyalty and all of that. But, wow, the, I've never heard a coach, uh, DC, and I'll let you close on this conversation. I've never heard a coach be that honest up front.
1: I agree. I mean, practice
3: I, just yeah. practice just started, and he I named. Agree, but I
1: think he. he I, I, I like that. I like that honesty. That
3: oh, Pete I Golden do too.
1: The, I mean, I, I love it. gives the players. I think. I think the players respect that as well in him. But here, let me throw something else out to you, and X, and let's get your comments on this. Based on if you really listen to what Pete Golden said and listen kind of read between the lines, uh, there's going to be some times I don't think we're going to have a middle linebacker on the field at all. Hmm.
3: I let's get the break and then have that conversation on the other side guys uh so we can get back uh get get get, uh, get out and uh get on get out on time uh come back on the other side will there be a defense where there is no toa toa moody campbell lawson maybe will anderson braswell and turner and alexander could i mean you used st- to you start naming the outside linebackers that they could put in at that time or maybe even a big db who knows well we'll come back and talk about it right here on the martin houston show
0: tied 100.9 traffic
2: from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a couple of wrecks this morning. One on 2059 eastbound near York that's closed the interstate. The other US-11 is causing delays out near Coley. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Is it time for a new vehicle? Then it's time to visit Townsend Nissan. Both new and used offer a lifetime powertrain warranty. Check it out. I'm Captain Ray.
5: Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa
2: thread. The Tuesday morning Noah was injured and 37-year-old Leah Darby is in custody following an officer-involved shooting that took place Monday morning according to a release from the tuscaloosa violent crimes unit the woman was wanted on several outstanding warrants but fled when agents attempted to stop her they found her later in Montclair circle she reportedly attempted to flee again aiming her car at officers shots were fired the woman was not hit but she
3: did got injuries not involved in the shooting i'm don Hartley, Townsquare media tuscaloosa hello this is martin houston with the martin houston show and i want to tell you about tuscaloosa custom carving if you're looking for a way to add value to your home make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom-sized stone or or custom-shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that
0: Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team. The Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Welcome back into the Martin Houston show. We have DC, DC Capstone Report, and we're talking about inside linebacker play. Uh, DC, tell us where people can find you, sir.
1: What we find is DCCapstoneReport.com, the DC Capstone Report Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter at DavidCott50 or follow Lance's other sites, RollTideBama.com or FreelancePictures.com. We put our first podcast of the season up yesterday. Uh, we talk about some of these newcomers and some of the coaches and, and that sort of thing. So it's a, go out and check that podcast out. Like us and share it if you will.
3: All right, all right, DC. As we were going to break there, you you kind of uh, left a hanging chat. Uh, for those who don't remember, a few years back on that that, that hanging chat thing in the political process or or in the radio business, a tease there. Uh, what what do you think uh, Golding is insinuating when there may not be uh, a linebacker or, or or middle linebacker, inside linebacker on the
1: field? Well, he, he said, and if you hear exactly what he said, he said, he said, I don't care if you're outside linebacker, down D-lineman, or inside linebacker. I'm going to put the – there's times where we're just going to have the best one. It doesn't matter who they are. We're just going to go after the quarterback. And so yeah. everyone's talked about Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, and then that Chris Braswell, that – that type of person, uh, uh, that kind of play, where you'd have three of those on the field, but everybody assumed you would have Latoa Toa or somebody on the in the in the uh, middle linebacker position, uh, playing that you know Christian Harris role of rushing the quarterback. But from what I'm hearing, you know the one guy that seems we're sleeping on in the in the rushing is uh, in the outside of the edge rushers is Jeremiah Alexander and Jeremiah Alexander it has the build of an inside linebacker 62 commit 62 235 not really your 65 64 outside edge rusher look but has the speed the agility and 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 he has increased his quickness through this strength and conditioning program and, and his and his power uh, and he's really pushing uh, you know you know no one's going to push Will Anderson for playing time but he's pushing to get on the field and there have been there have been scenarios where you've seen all of them plus some some DBs uh, that that plug the middle as well. Uh, and that's really a fun little defensive scheme, I
3: think, to see. Yeah, well, well and by the way, Alexander is two – unless he's lost weight, he's 255. 255, uh, he I is, 235.
1: I meant 255, that's right. Yeah, yeah I know. built like I, 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 a yeah, he, linebacker. Yeah.
3: yeah, he is a – he's built like a linebacker, but he has the footwork and handwork and speed of an outside guy. Uh, yeah. And he that's doesn't true. look – he doesn't play that big. He doesn't look that big
1: either. Um, well, can you imagine all but, four of those rushing the quarterback and having your DB, <laughs> D-back not to worry about it? Just They just take back and play the pass. Well, well that, you that, know, that's maybe what I'm that saying. That
3: may be the conversation we talk about next time, D.C., but, I mean, you start looking at the, the the linebackers. I mean, guys that we're not even mentioning, like you mentioned him, but there's Quindaris Robinson who made noise when he stepped on campus. I mean, uh, and so – you know, out of Birmingham area, and so we hadn't heard much from him lately. Uh, was Jahad Campbell Xavier? You're, uh, I mean, uh, you're you're re- more recruiting than I am. Was Jahad Campbell not an outside linebacker?
4: Yes, he was.
3: That's that's what I thought. I mean, he, and, and 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 then you got Sean Murphy uh, that we hadn't talked about. I mean, the boy Kennedy. We didn't even mention I, uh, Ian Jackson this morning. Uh, from a from a linebacker standpoint we didn't mention Kania Kin- <laughs> uh colt uh I mean it's just they're loaded at that linebacker uh position so X, I'll give you closing thoughts in uh, about 30 seconds and I'll give DC closing thoughts
4: yes i, I think it's going to be absolutely insane how talented and versatile this defense is Chiefs. I can't wait to see some of the packages that they have to get these guys on the field that'll just make it even harder for teams to prepare for them. So, once again, this 2022 team can be special, and I'm excited to see what they bring to the forefront.
1: All right. I I agree with that because I think the defense is going to be exciting to watch. Pete Golden just really solidified everything I thought about him. But. I don't want to sleep on his offense either. It looked like to me that O'Brien was really, really happy to be coming back and what he had. So let's let's. I think this might be one, uh, if not the best team that Coach Saban's ever put on the field, barring any injuries. I really think this could be the this could be the team.
3: Yeah, and and, and I'm telling you, I think when you start looking at the talent level uh, in some places, I don't think the ceiling is as high, but I think the uh, um, the floor is higher in virtually every position. Than it's been uh, when you go from first to 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 last in ranking the players that'll be on the field, and so with that said, I think it comes down to whether these uh, coordinators, um, you know, uh, whether they can do a good job, um, whether they maximize these talent, the talent of these players. So, and we'll stay. I think it comes down to it. two things. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Communi- communication and execution. It'll think it'll come yep. down to those two things.
3: Yep, and if we see that happen, we no doubt will have a great time. Tell them real quick, DC, as we go off there, where they can find you, sir.
1: Again, DCCapstoneReport.com, Report DCcapsownreport Facebook page, and David Cot five zero. Go out and like our podcast and share our podcast. Thanks, thanks, board for having me on. X thanks for having me on, and roll Tide.
3: All right, that's yes, DC sir. DC Capstone Report, and also we got X's and O's, who's a regular part of the show. X's and O's Sports. You can find them on Facebook and all social media outlets. X's and O's Sports. Hey, remember this: Trust in the Lord always, lean not your understanding. Always acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. Catch you on tomorrow.